Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the letter 1 Peter. Today is episode 1014, and we'll look at 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 13 through 17. Let's read the passage. Submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority, or to governors as those sent out by him to punish those who do what is evil and to praise those who do what is good. For it is God's will that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. Submit as free people, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but as God's slaves. Honor everyone. Love the brothers and sisters. Fear God. Honor the emperor. This is First Peter. Peter's letter to Christians scattered throughout Asia Minor, the suffering persecution, and he's giving them some encouragement on how to get through this and still serve God. He tells them to focus on their salvation, focus on holiness in living, reverence toward God, love for one another. And then he's shifting to talk about their relationship with the world. Last time we saw him challenge them to live well among unbelievers, that they might see how you live. And this will actually cause them to praise God. Now he's continuing in what would be called household codes. And this is a common theme in many writings, even secular writings. And it's a list of basically expected behaviors and attitudes within the social order. Usually it begins with a list of things within the household. How you deal with children, how you deal with parents, how you deal with slaves, how slaves deal with masters and how you deal with the community around you. Peter does a little reverse from how Paul does it. Peter begins with the government. But these household codes are quite often, they're just what's generally understood to be proper in the community at large. It's things like respect each other, respect governmental authority, treat your parents well, raise your children up to be good people. So a lot of it's just general stuff like that. And so the question is, What's Peter's mindset here? Why does Peter include these household codes? And there's some ideas, and they generally run along three different lines. I think it's a combination of all three of them. He's concerned about their reputation within the community. That's what he was talking about last time. Live well within the community so people will praise God and have little to accuse you of. So I think it has to do with their reputation within the community. It's also I talk about cohesion within the church, that if you're treating each other well, treating your families well, living well in the community, that will help with the cohesion of the Christian community. And third, it's God's will. Most of these things, even though they're fairly generic and most people would, even unbelievers would agree with them, they're spelled out in the word of God of how to live with people, how to live in the community, and how to live within the family. So we pick it up in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 13. He says, Submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority. Pause there. This is the theme throughout this section we're looking at. Submit. This is a finite verb, and so many of these other verbs are participles. They're helping verbs. So this is the main verb, submit. 
And generally when we see submit, we don't like it. We don't like to submit. It just goes against the grain, whether it's submission within the household, submission within the church, or submission to government. We don't like it. We don't like to submit. But Peter says it's important here. And Harry says to every human authority because of the Lord. Well, he's talking about governing authorities. That's clear from the context. Doesn't specifically say here in this phrase, he says, submit every human authority because of the Lord. But then he goes to define it, and it's clear that he's talking about the governing authorities. We're to live in submission to the governing authorities because of the Lord. He doesn't explain that why because of the Lord, but I think there's a couple of reasons. One is because God has established these human authorities. God invented government. And also, it's God's will that we live peacefully within the community. So submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the emperor as the supreme authority. Well, he gives the emperor as the supreme authority. Now remember, we're talking the time of Peter. We're talking maybe 60, early 60s AD. And it would be assumed that almost every governing authority from the emperor on down is a non-Christian and quite often oppressive toward Christians. So unfriendly to Christians in most respects. And so his challenges live in submission to these hostile government authorities. So whether to the emperor's supreme authority, verse 14, or to governors, as those sent out by him, to punish those who do what is evil and praise those who do what is good. So whether it's the supreme authority, the king, the emperor, whoever that might be, or to lower levels of governmental authorities. Here he's talking about governors who report to the emperor. And says they're sent out by him to punish those who do what is evil, praise those who do what is good. In our context, rarely does government praise people who do good, but they did it in that time but specifically punish those who do evil. And that's if we go back to where God actually invented government with the specific purpose of maintaining civil order, maintaining the order in the world. And that's where we look at government. Sometimes we say it's evil. Well, quite often it is evil people and it is conducted in an evil way, but actually government is part of God's general grace, common grace, the grace he gives everyone. That's where there's not absolute chaos. There is government which restrains evil. Verse 15, for it is God's will that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. Well, what's he talking about here? Silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. So it's, he's here talking about our reputation within the society how people view us and criticize what we do. So it's, it's more than just obeying the law. He's talking about doing good here. So as Christians, we should, yes, we should obey the law. We should be in, live in submission to governmental authorities, but we should also do good. And this is talking about doing good within the community at large. So think charitable works. Do good things for people within the community that can be seen by people of the community. And that 
silences their criticism. Verse 16, submit as free people. There's a lot in the New Testament about freedom, that in Christ we are free. And so submit as free people, how does that work? If I'm submitting, I'm not really free. Well, what's the freedom he's talking about here? So I'm not freedom from sin, freedom from slavery to sin. We are free in Christ, free to follow God. You know, the storyline of the Bible is we're not capable of following God because of our sinfulness. But when we come to Christ in faith, are forgiven of sin, declared righteous, we are set free from this slavery to sin, and we are now actually able to know God and follow God. We're free to know God. He says, in that freedom, willingly, voluntarily submit to the authority of the government. He says, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but as God's slaves. So don't use your freedom in Christ to do what you want to do, but use your freedom in Christ to live freely following Christ and under the authority of the government. Verse 17, honor everyone, love the brothers and sisters, fear God, honor the emperor. There's a order here. Notice he begins it and ends it with honor. So honor everyone. But then he steps it up. That's everyone in the society, everyone in the community. But within the church, love the brothers and sisters. So yeah, we'll honor, we will treat well everyone in the community. But dealing with brothers and sisters in Christ, we will love them. They steps it up. And how do we deal with God? We fear God. Not terror, but incredible, awesome respect and reverence. And then the emperor. Now the emperor is listed last, but he drops it back down to honor. That same level of respect and decency you would give anyone in the community. So it's still a positive thing, honor the emperor, but it's nothing like fear the Lord, fear God. So through this, God is the ultimate authority. Even though the king is the supreme authority within the societal context, God's the ultimate authority. But living in our submission to God, we're all supposed to live in submission to the governmental authority. Well, then the question always comes up, what if the government requires you to do that which would be disobedient to God? Well, then the answer is simple. We must obey God. But just because we don't like the government, we don't like what the government does, we don't like the people of the government, doesn't mean we can live outside of submission to the government. Generally, the government's going to allow us to do what we want to do, to serve the Lord, to do good to worship. When the government steps out of that and says, no, you can't, well, then we have to obey God and suffer the consequences with the government. And there's been examples throughout history where people have defied the government in order to obey God, and sometimes the consequences have been very unpleasant. But by and large, he's talking about getting along with the world in which we live living in harmony with the people of our community, but allowing them to see that we're not just good citizens, 
we go way beyond being good citizens. We're good people and good neighbors, and that will draw them to praising God. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through First Peter.